Welcome back to Mind Body Speech, where we talk all things related to therapy and your mind, body, and speech. Today, we have a very special guest. Uh, she's known as our office manager, uh, the knower of all things going on in all three of our locations. This is Megan. You want to say hi, Megan? Hello. <laughs> Today, we're going to be sharing uh, a lot of information related to the process of when you might need to start speech therapy or occupational therapy. But before we do that, we're going to start with our game of MadGab. And for those of you who don't know, MadGab is a game that I'd say speech therapists are generally good at. I'm not sure about occupational therapists, but the goal is for Megan to interpret the phrase that I am saying. Have you played MadGab before? I have not. Okay, great. So, so what's going to happen is I'm going to read a phrase to you and it's going to sound a little bit confusing and you have to basically interpret what the phrase is. It's, and usually it's a very common phrase that you okay. hear. We could do it. We want to do a practice round? Yeah. Okay. First one is ace, tray, taste, who dent? <laughs> Something about trident. <laughs> no. Ace, tray, taste, who dent? It helps if you say it fast, like if you were to repeat it back to me. A straight-A student. Yes! Look at you! Should we do one more? Yeah. Ace, lip, puff, that tongue. A lip piercing? <laughs> no. Ace, <laughs> lip, puff, that tongue. <laughs> I have no idea. Ace, lip, puff, that tongue. <laughs> say it fast. Something with your tongue. Yes, uh-huh. Ace. A slip of the tongue. Yeah, there you go. Good job. Wow, not bad. I actually wasn't sure if you'd be good at that game or not. I don't feel like I was very good at that. No, you did great. Uh, side note, Megan is also a certified occupational therapy assistant, so I did not uh, did not expect her to do so well at MadCap. But anyway, um, so yeah, so today we're going to be talking again, like I said, more about what to do when uh, someone recommends therapy for your child. Megan, do you want to talk a little bit about who would usually recommend therapy and what that looks like? Yes. So most of the time, if there is some kind of motor speech or developmental delay, the doctor's offices will bring that up at the annual well checks because there are so many well checks and visits in the first several mm -hmm. years of life. Mm -hmm. So that would be probably one of the first places. You can also expect them from daycare centers potentially or preschools and a occasionally you can get recommendations once your school your child actually starts school. So so when the kiddo's like starting daycare, you're saying that the teacher will actually point out? Potentially. Okay. That's not as common okay. as you'd get it from a doctor's office, but mm -hmm. daycares, preschools can bring up concerns and direct the family to talk to their doctor's office for further information. Uh, okay. So you can get recommendations from several sources, but ultimately it comes down from a therapy recommendation from a doctor. Okay. And then once, you know, sometimes that can be really blindsiding for parents. Most of the time, it's really hard to know if your kid has a delay, especially if they're really, really young or just starting daycare, preschool, whatever that might be. So the process can feel super overwhelming. It is. And there's not as easily available information as there should be. And I think that's mm. a part of the reason why we're doing this podcast and why we're trying to get that information out there. Mm. It can feel overwhelming, but there are so many resources available once you know where to start looking. Mm. Mm -hmm. So if your doctor's office tells you that you should look into getting speech or occupational therapy, hopefully they would send you with a recommendation list yeah. um, of different 
offices around, or if not, you can just Google therapy services providers in your area. Mm -hmm. Then once you find a provider that you're interested in by looking at reviews or location, social media, just all, there's so many places you can find information. After that, you want to get some more information and do some research to prepare so that process goes smooth. So sorry, that made me think of something. So how, what would you say you'd look for if you're looking for a good therapy clinic and you're researching? What? How do you find the reviews? Where do you look? What's the best place to start? So you can Google search. That's probably the easiest and that most people will probably do. Speech therapy clinics around me, occupational therapy around me, or pediatric therapy around me. So this is different than like child psychologists. So Mm -hmm. you want speech therapy, occupational therapy, sometimes physical therapy too, because those three therapies typically get lumped together in most places. Um, Once you start doing that, you kind of want to look around and see what's close to what you can do with your schedule and your environment. So find a place that's around your house. Luckily, we had three locations, so that helps a lot. Mm-hmm. So usually, as a lot of people find out, once they start calling the clinics, there's a really, really long, either a really long wait list or we run into the issue of they don't take your insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a way to narrow down how to find a clinic based on that? Yes. So you have to call your insurance company. Once you call your insurance company, there's a lot of questions you need to ask them. And I know it's tedious to be on the phone with an insurance company. I do it all day long so I can... <laughs> I can relate, but you should ask them what services are covered. Are there any limitations for coverage? So, so many visits a year. Mm. Are there special requirements that your therapy provider has to follow to make sure you're covered what your deductible is? Mm. Always get a referral from a doctor. This will help the insurance battle. And that's as easy as calling your primary care provider and say, hey, fax over speech or occupational therapy referral to this fax number to whatever Mm. clinic you go to. But calling and understanding, at least having an idea of what your insurance benefits are, is important. And as a parent, you need to know that so you know what to expect when you're getting into a clinic. Yeah. So would you say then the first step is call your insurance company first before researching clinics so that you're looking for the ones that only take your insurance? That would be the best to save you time, effort, and heartache if you're set on one spot and they don't take your insurance Mm -hmm. because there's only so much that a clinic can do if the insurance providers aren't contracted with that. I think most places offer cash plans as well. So worst cases, if you can't find somebody, I know that can be an option. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be expensive depending on where you're located, but I know that is also an option too mm-hmm. if people are struggling to find somewhere that doesn't take their insurance. And then, you know, once we find that right clinic, you, you know, you reach the right place. Uh, what are the next steps after that? So then you would call them. Call, say, hey, I was told my child needs therapy. Can you tell me a little bit about what your clinic offers? I know at our our clinics, our reception professionals are wonderful. They know how to explain at least the basis of the services we provide. Mm-hmm. Um, and they will help gather your information. And then we have an all online portal, which is really nice and helpful for paperwork. They'll get your information. They'll get you in. They'll send all the, our intake paperwork to you. And the intake paperwork is so important because that is how the therapists know how to tailor what assessments to your child. So that way you're getting the right assessment and the right services. Mm-hmm. If you don't fill out the paperwork appropriately, then the therapists are kind of scrambling and at a rush trying to prepare for you. And that's yeah. not as beneficial. And you want the best of your time with the therapist as you get that set up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's important when you call. I think it's really great if the parent or whoever is calling on behalf of the person needing speech therapy, you know, mention their main concern 
concerns. You know, what is the doctor saying? Is your child not saying enough words for their age? You know, are they having trouble being understood by other people? There's just so many factors we have to consider when doing an evaluation that mentioning those concerns is completely okay upon that first phone call. Mm-hmm. And um, whoever you're talking to on the phone is trained some to help kind of tailor your assessment spot to the needs that you're expressing. Mm-hmm. So each therapist has a little more of a specialty in certain areas. So we want to make sure that you receive the best therapist for your evaluation. So once you get the paperwork, I know there's a lot to start with, but once you have your paperwork filled out and everything, you'll have an evaluation or you'll get scheduled for an evaluation. And typically they take about an hour, give or take, as long as things are ready to go. And then in that time, we'll address questions, concerns you have. They'll do standardized assessments. And then from that point, we know how much therapy you need after that assessment. Mm -hmm. Essentially develop a plan of care based on that assessment that should be reviewed with the parent. Or again, I say parent, but we do see adults as well. So this could also be an adult with their loved one, caregiver, you know, whoever is coming to that evaluation needs to be aware of what the plan of care is. That's that's essential for success in mm-hmm. therapy. Yeah. So once that initial eval is done, the plan of care has been created, that's when you'll start your typically weekly, mm-hmm. could be twice a week, uh, depending on the need. Um, mm-hmm. You'll start those sessions uh, from there. And that's essentially the process for starting therapy. Yeah. And then something to remember too, um, different personalities mesh with different Mm. people. Mm -hmm. So we're lucky enough at our our clinics to have so many providers. So if the patient is not clicking with a therapist, we do have the ability to try to shift and try a different one to make sure that you're getting the best service that we can provide because Mm -hmm. we have that ability and that flexibility to give you that option. Because different personalities connect different ways and what might work with some doesn't work with somebody else. Mm -hmm. So it's important Mm -hmm. to know that you can ask to try different therapists. You can ask for different times. There may be wait list if you want a prime yes. evening afternoon spot. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah. you do have that option to ask for different things. So don't be afraid to question. Don't be afraid to ask why is this happening. Um, you should always be your advocate or your family member's advocate. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to remember too that once you start on this therapy journey, it's a marathon. It's not a race. So there'll be hiccups. There'll be some plateaus or it could be amazing and we get things figured out really fast. Yeah. But it's not a clear cut. Hey, you've got 12 visits and you're going to be done. Mm-hmm. It really depends on the individual. That's why we kind of look at everything holistically. Yeah. Yeah, and that's something we try to be upfront about upon the first few sessions. You generally have an idea of what therapy is going to look like long term, but never be afraid to ask questions. Again, this is for your family benefit, your child, your loved one, whoever's getting the therapy. That's It's important that you are very open with your therapist and vice versa on the journey because it's, it's not easy by any means. Um, yeah, so that's, I think that's a summary of speech therapy, occupational therapy, start from beginning to end. And yeah, so just good. at least getting the process started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, Megan. Yeah, you're we welcome. appreciate you. We'll see you all next time. Bye.